Welcome to episode number 151 of the Kiba Podcast. Where you better dig a scoop of that ice cream or it's going to melt in your face. Say, dig a scoop of that dig ice cream. Dig a scoop of that ice cream. <laughs> you better dig a that scoop. I don't know what dig a that scoop of that ice cream means. It means I had my brain had to think about what it means. I just saw you. You, you when Tim thinks, he looks slightly up to the sky and goes. Right before he gives the reasoning. And I didn't even come up with anything. It was yeah. to give me time to think of something, and my brain didn't have anything. So when you're, when you're, I think, digging up that ice cream. Yeah. When you're scooping it. Scooping. You gotta, you gotta watch out. Or it'll melt in your face. That yeah. was the consequence. Yeah. Neat. Hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett, and Tim is Tim. That's me. And uh, we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food, and it's a grand old time. And sometimes there's a lot of singing lately, and I don't know why. I was going to say sometimes there's singing, and then I changed it to there's a lot of singing lately, because that's more current. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like when we sing. I think yeah. I think it brings a lot of volume. I love it. It to, does to a volumeless vacuum that is podcasting. Yeah, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. You have a great point. For more great points, check out stupidquestions.tim slash worldwide web. <laughs> why is it backwards? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think eventually we'll have every website in the world where they'll have to flip it or add an extra W? Uh nope. Okay. You yeah. think every domain will never hit every domain. Yeah. www. every single combination no. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen, especially because it's limitless how many letters you can put in, right? Yeah. Dude, you ever like copy and paste a YouTube link or something? It's like every number and letter, yeah. it's disgusting. That's gotta be random randomly generated, right? Yeah, you but grab I mean, a link and it's like four zero A capital A X Y seven seven eight nine slash two. I don't know if there's slashes. Are there slashes? Dot com. But I, I guess it is infinite, right? I don't know. Yeah. I guess uh, you it's know. a lot. Sorry, I just. Oh, oh, we're back to the first podcast. Well, I'm well, not sick or anything. I just, I, I sniffle a lot. It's, it's like part of my character profile. I think it's the room. My the temperature in my in in my room is a little lower than usual. And you think it makes me sniffle? Yeah, I think it gives you the feeling like you're outside. You know how you sniffle the second air hits your yeah. face or maybe it's just me i don't go outside enough but <laughs> you have like a uh you like reject the natural air yeah. You're like, just like <laughs> a reaction i start freaking out <laughs> it's pretty rough outside it can be rough it's mm-hmm. like when you land on a planet you're unfamiliar with and your helmet comes off and you don't know if you can breathe yet yeah that's what it's like for you when that, you're ha- that happens to me a lot yeah take your helmet off outside. no i'm not <laughs> i'm keeping it on i actually have it on right now keeping it on for the keep up. Dude, we're fresh off the heels of episode number 150. I'm still tired from it. Me too. That was a doozy. It was it was a doozy. <laughs> Speaking of doozes, let's go to technology. Yeah. Please, please. Uh, a moment to reflect. Uh. I'm hijacking technology. It's reflections. Okay. <laughs> 
I forget reflections are relevant. I think reflections is always all right. We got it. We did a reflections is where yep. we we do one of two things. Yes, we talk about the mistakes we made in the past, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like on the podcast, not like personal failures. But yeah, I mean, it could, it could come up. It depends. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, the thing we're doing this week. Yes. Which is talking about listener feedback. And that's that's my favorite part of this now. That's my favorite part. Uh, this week we did our weekly poll that happens tri-weekly. <laughs> this week we did our weekly poll that happens tri-weekly. <laughs> it's happened. It just hasn't been weekly is right. my point. We're, we're working on making it better. Yeah. But, you know, that's I life. mean, the deal is we can do a poll whenever we want. But it's weekly. A weekly poll whenever. Yeah. I like, yeah. A yeah. weekly poll Whenever we decide. Yeah. I'm just, it just struck me how odd it's going to be that you're going to say, let's go into technology. And I'm going to say, yeah. And then everybody heard the reflections. Well, then they'll hear directly after when you're like, I'm hijacking this. Exactly. This is Con Air. I'm Nicolas Cage. This is great television. Wow. Is that what he sounds like? Wow. Wow. No, that's Owen Wilson. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) weird. Wow. No. Wow. 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 What's that Knights thing you have over there? Don't worry about it. Is that new? No, I've had it for a little while. That's the Japanese controller combo. Can I have it? No. Okay. So uh, the <laughs> poll this week on Instagram, you can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Please come hang out with us there. If, oh, my. If you're not following us. You all right there? Yeah, I'm just excited. Okay. I like our Instagram. Okay. And I want people to come interact with us. Yeah. And if you don't, it's fine. We don't need new friends over there. We have great friends already hanging out yeah, with us. Yeah, everyone there, they're already my favorite. They're the best. Do you guys want to be my favorite? Do you even want to be Tim's favorite? And we do, Gosh. you know, post more than just updates of the podcast. We do, it's true. We got little extra tidbits. Mm-hmm. Yep. For example. Yes. This week's weekly tri-weekly poll whenever we want. Yes. <laughs> what was the question, oh brother? Here's the situation. Mm-hmm. You will be bitten. I will. And you will change. Yes. But you get to decide. What will you become? A woman. <laughs> you will be bi- Oh, no. Have <laughs> you ever feared bite from a woman? It's a were, babe. <laughs> the t- <laughs> the, uh, the options were... Yes. Vampire mm-hmm. or werewolf. Male or female, really. I didn't yeah. specify. Mm-hmm. Um... What what's your what's your thought mm-hmm. now? Yes, there can be some variables here. I understand that, and we got some messages to uh, to ask the questions, right? Because there are different variations. I wonder if maybe let's let's address be, the question. Be careful first. when you leave the poll, right? Because sometimes you can't access it again. Oh, I can access it again. Okay. I think. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. So um, we have. Oh, oh, actually, only one was a was a qualifier question. Oh. What, the other ones were lies? Oh, no, they're... Okay, never mind. We'll visit these after. Where do you fall? Vampire or werewolf? Okay, so here was my thinking Mm -hmm. when I thought of the answer Mm -hmm. that I thought of when I saw the poll. Right. Vampires live forever. Right. I I thought that would be a big push in that direction. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, now, when you live forever... Mm-hmm. Everything dies around you. Everything you love will die. Can I infect other people as a vampire? Technically, you can. Because with that in mind, mm-hmm. I think I would pick vampire. Because that's the thing. It does come down to, it'll be up to you. Yeah. You could choose to do that. Mm-hmm. I'd curse know? everyone. That's easy. What if I make sure. everyone in the world a vampire? Uh, Yeah. I mean, 
You'd be a very busy boy. <laughs> be a lot of work, but I got in. But yeah, I got infinite time. Right, you got all kinds of time. Can I time travel? No, that's. A I don't question. think that's a vampire thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Alucard does a lot. Uh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, as a werewolf, I think you're too like wild. I think I mm. think because um, it depends on the type of werewolf. Can you turn like when you want, or is it a full moon and you're stuck? Turning? So yeah, that's I didn't I didn't think to specify. I I love. I'm a werewolf. Yeah. Um, You're a that's werewolf. the one I picked. That's what you used to do in high school. I, right. You know, there was I Vampire was... Girl, and then there was Brett, who was like, I'm a wolf. I, Snarl. I forgot about Vampire Girl. <laughs> you guys were best friends. Yeah. Um, Even though it was in my middle school? She yeah. was in middle school. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I was in middle school at the time. You might have been. But, but I'm of the werewolf camp, I where I would just want to be a werewolf. Uh-huh. But that's a great question. Right. If I can, if it's only at full moons mm-hmm. and I'm totally out of control, I kind of want to be a were wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, uh, let's 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 look at the results if I can get to them because yes. now I'm scared. I, that so you said my guess, I, can't I feel get like more people would want to be a vampire over a werewolf. That's your guess. Yeah, I think I think it, it's majority. I would say it's like probably sixty vampire, thirty werewolf. That's my guess. And the results are in Tim. Yes, I haven't seen these by the way. Sixty-four percent. Werewolf. Ooh, what a a twist. (laughs) 36% vampire. So I had the numbers right. You did. I didn't have the the results. No, you were right there with the split. So more werewolf people, huh? Now, uh, Nate said... uh, Oh, wait a second. Oh, weird. He responded... Oh, I'd have to go back and see what he... He said, so I can still enjoy the sun. It's got to be werewolf, right? So that's his reasoning. Yeah. Um, Oh, can you not see who... Um, I could, but he responded to it. I'd have to go back and see what ah. his. It's just too many yeah. clickings. Yeah, I get it. I get you. Too many clickings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he said, now Nate, if you said vampire, so I can enjoy the sun, either haha, because funny joke, <laughs> or be corrected, or he's vampires a Twilight vampire. Oh, he could be a Twilight vamp. Uh, Which that. I think I wonder if a lot of people were thinking Twilight no. or thinking Underworld. No. Oh yeah, Underworld. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, Andy, uh huh, Andy the Mandy. There it is. Uh, <laughs> said werewolf. If I can, if I can, if I fin fin. Hey, welcome <laughs> to the Keep Up Podcast. <laughs> if I fall fin, <laughs> if I fall fum, werewolf. If I fall fum, werewolf. If I can control it, that is hard to say. Say werewolf. If I can control it. <laughs> It's the werewolf if I fin. Werewolf if why do I sound German? Werewolf if I fin. What's the what's werewolf the word? if I can control it? Werewolf if I can control it. <laughs> it's not me. It's the it's the all the f's. Yeah. Werewolf if I. <laughs> it's werewolf if I. Werewolf if I can. If I. So it's the if I. Werewolf the, if I. <laughs> Why I'm do, spinning so much. Why do we also have to yell it? Werewolf if I can. Because it's German. It is. Okay. Werewolf if I can control it. Werewolf if I can control it. <laughs> werewolf <laughs> werewolf I if it. I can. Uh, if not, then vampire. I wouldn't sign up for the full moon only version of a werewolf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't either. <sighs> but you'd be Plus, so fluffy. What's the bite like? Like with oh, the vampire, brutal. it's like a little, you know, meep right oh, on your neck. Oh, that's a good point. But a werewolf would like bite you in the hip and shake you around and throw you. Yeah, I guess It'd be the, brutal. I guess the werewolf end is... Because it depends. I mean, if we're talking like a werewolf in London situation, yeah. um, that was still pretty brutal. Yeah, that's true. Um, even the even the bite from Lucian in, in Underworld was yeah. pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. I so, guess it's a really brutal bite for not a whole lot of monster being. It it, it would be fun to be a werewolf. I well, bet like traversing, saying. but like as a vampire, you can like fly. You can turn into mist. Ah, that's true. There's a lot of no mirrors though. But then, but you have to feed on people. True, werewolves don't have to feed, right? Dude, I'm just eating lunch meats. <laughs> I'm my up. mouth, everything just exploded. Werewolf, if I can. <laughs> I like spit in my nose. Okay, I saw anyways. a bunch of stuff <laughs> happened <laughs> all at once. Everything just came out of my face. We should um, really watch these mic covers. Yeah, we've been using them for five years and <laughs> I haven't cleaned them once. And I don't know who gets which one every week. I was week. trying to figure it out. So it's funny. There's like a little white speck I over s- here. I see that. Who knows what that is? And I think it's me. I like to rub my beard on it. Yeah, so I, I hope that. you get this mic next week. Werewolf, if I can. <laughs> Um, hey, you know what, Tim? That was a good one. I'm gonna let you go into technology. Now. Oh, how nice of you. Let's get it. I got a little sniffle in there right there. Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, I could have just cut it out. Now, I got to leave it in there. No. I mean, you could still take it out. Technology. That was a good poll. Yeah. I I I like the results were good. We had a good conversation. Technology. Here we are. What's up? Brett. What? We had a fun weekend, didn't we? We did. It was was quite a thing. It was... um, We can talk about it, right? Should we wait till movies? Uh, no, I mean, we can cover it now if I, why, I forget why we're in technology, so I'm oh. not looking at the list currently. So. I see. So, <clears throat> technology's interesting. Yeah. I'll start with that. Oh, I know where we're going. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. Can, we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, we recently did something really cool. We did. It was super cool. Yeah, so we, uh, uh did an interview mm-hmm. for Edward Payson's newest, delicious, scrumptious, sexiest. I can't think of any more adjectives. This will it be the sexiest uh, documentary? Could, well, you and I are in it, so immediately. Oh, that's true. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> documentary. That's the word I was trying yeah. to get to. <laughs> oh, you were stalling. Yeah, no, I was. I didn't forget the word documentary. I was just trying to draw it out. Yeah. so like we had time. There was a lot of buildup. It was good. Uh, yeah. So he's working on a uh, retro gaming documentary. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's called Rarity. 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 Collecting. Collecting. Um. Oh shoot! Yeah, I should just pull up the full title. It's like uh, collecting retro games in the modern age. Yeah, I think that's lines. exactly it, Edward. I'm just saying that so you know that I know most of the words. But, but you I'll type pull in it up. rarity and you get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's focused on collecting in the modern age. That's it. That's um, it. So he asked us for an interview in it, and so we spent uh, most of well, not most of, but a good chunk of uh, Sunday, you know, doing an interview setup and everything. So Brett's Ra- got the full name. Rarity. Yeah. Retro video game collecting in the modern era. You can find it on IMDb right now. Yes. Coming coming soon. It's coming soon. Uh, So uh, a little fun um, event happened. (laughs) So uh, the basement that we record in, the the room that we record in, uh, is very dark. No lights. Mm -hmm. No no natural light. Yeah. So we have to set up There are lights. There are lights. Yeah, no. We're not in the dark right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are. Just we're vamps. We're vampires. I was born in it. (gasps) Oh. Born in the darkness. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one of the big studio lights we had yeah. was acting kind of funky. Oh, shout out to Gustavo J. Soto. Goose! Find the man on Instagram. He's a wonderful photographer. Yeah, thank you so much for helping us. Came through, made it happen. Yeah, he made everything in my life possible. He yeah. was there when I was born. <laughs> That's true. He was there when I died. Dr. Gustavo J. Soto. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So his lights are set up. Yes. And so, he has one light. Yes. I'll let you tell the story. I didn't mean to. No, it's hijack okay. It's it. it's we 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 tell it together. Ooh, what is that? that? It's nothing. Is it a 
No, it's not a bug this time. But wow, where is it coming from? It's forever floating. There's a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're beyond bugs now. It's just some weird floaty... It's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> We've transformed. Oh, that's strange. So one of the lights yeah. um, was acting kind of funky. We plugged it into the wall mm-hmm. and it made our breaker flip. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were like, oh, that's weird. And so the initial outlet we plugged it into uh, had a bunch of things plugged into right, it. It was right. like this big uh, uh, meeting of plugs. <laughs> it's one of those like adapters where you plug it into one yeah, and outlet and there's, there's what, six? six? Yeah. yeah. So And all of them were full, I think, except one. When yeah, we I think there was in. one slot open. And let me also say, when we were, we had one light set up and we just didn't have the lighting quite right. And before Goose took out this light, Mm -hmm. he said, I don't like using this light. Yes. And we were like, why? And he was like, I just, I don't like using it. Mm -hmm. I don't like opening the umbrella in the house. Yep. Because we talked about the bad luck that goes with it. But he just was like, I don't like using it, but let's do it. We're like, all right. Just kind of like, ha ha ha, whatever. Yeah. Plug it in. Breaker trips. Yes, Baker Breaker trips. Baker. <laughs> Baker. Baker 99. <laughs> so then, uh, like kind of adjacent to that plug, there's another outlet. Good and word. So, uh, thanks. Uh, so I plugged it in there, and once again, Breaker flipped. So Half we, the room goes dark. Yeah, it, it was weird. I've never seen like that half of the energy yeah. like go out i was like this God. is bizarre um so we realized it was both on the same line or whatever so our next step was to get this big thick extension cord mm-hmm. and plug it in outside of the room yep so i'm walking and i'm like oh let me just plug it in so i plug it in and by the time were you gonna say something i was just gonna say i'm in the room yes so Brett- facetiming with edward yes at this point we were talking to edward we were just about to start mm-hmm. the interview um so brett is sitting um what would you say, like five, ten feet away from the light? Yeah. Not probably, even. Yeah, it's... somewhere between there, like six, seven feet maybe. Yep, and so I'm outside of the room. Rachel's in the room, and Goose is in the room. Uh, and so um, we're all kind of close to the light. It's like right in the middle of my room, and there's like a bed next to it, uh, a lot of games and wood and stuff. Yeah. Um. So I walk over, plug it in outside, and by the time I get back into the room, the electricity traveled through the extension cord. Yep. And flew up the light and burst into flames, not from the extension cord, but from where it connected to the wire, connected the to the entire light. cable a, to the light. A line of fire. It snaked all the way up. I'm sitting there on FaceTime and I just watch it go, just run up. And it's sitting on the carpet mm-hmm. and then up to the light. And I'm just like quiet. And I felt so bad. Like Edward's talking to me. I'm looking like past the phone and I'm like, dude, I got to call you back. It, dude, the smoke in here, I could not believe how fast it filled, like, the house. Yeah. It wasn't even just down here. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just crazy. I look up, and there's just fire, and I'm like, we're all dead quiet. Yes. Like... Because it's it, it was almost, like, unreal. Yeah. Like, we couldn't figure out exactly what was going mm-hmm. on, because it just, like, didn't make sense. Right. Um, and I was surprised uh, that the fire didn't go through all the way through the um, extension cord. Yeah, me too. Um I don't know why, but it was super lucky. Yeah. Um, so my initial reaction is to run and unplug the extension cord. Which I'm so glad you thought to do that, because I couldn't figure out in my head what the next step was. Right, because electrical fire, you are told not to put water on. When yeah. you see fire, your immediate reaction, at least for me, is water. Right. Get water as quickly as you can. Um, where we are, I didn't even think of water, because I didn't it's know... It's nowhere nearby. Right. I had uh, this, this. I had this bottle, and it was next to yeah. you over there, so... Um, so I run and get towels. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, I think I pat it down. I think that's the, mm-hmm. the um, you know, the method. So smoke's filling up the room. This fire is pretty well contained. It's on yeah. the wire, and I'm like... You know, super nervous because we're in the game room. I mean, this is a lot of years of collecting. Yeah. And, oh, and, it's, and the house too. I mean, not even considering the room itself. Yeah. But the house, we're in, we're in the basement, so mm-hmm. like the fire would travel it up. Would just rise. Just yeah. the worst place to have it. 
<clears throat> so, uh, luckily, we were quick to react, mm-hmm. patted it down, and it pretty much was gone. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, you were left with a burn mark of a man holding a whip That's in ex- your carpet. Simon Belmont. Uh, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I'll make that the uh, episode cover on Yeah, Instagram. we'll just, we'll get a, like, a flat picture and you can put Simon Belmont yeah. on there. It's art, modern art. It is. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty scary. It smelled yeah. terrible. The mm-hmm. smoke, we had to delay filming for like a half hour. Yeah, we had to open all the doors and mm-hmm. the smoke, yeah. And I mean, it was interesting because the smoke did like level off. Like if you crouched, you were under the smoke. So weird. Yeah, yeah, it is like what you learned growing up. Mm-hmm. It is like true. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a it was a pretty pretty eventful day. Yeah, of filming. I, it, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did the interview fine after that. Yeah, the interview was great, super fun. Yeah. Uh, shouts to Goose and Rach grabbed a bunch of photos and to mm-hmm. Edward for having us. Yeah. Um, and um, watch all of Edward's movies if you haven't. Yeah, you can find them on Amazon, I believe. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that was just interesting uh, technology bit. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when I when I think back to it, I'm like, uh, I also have a quick clip of we posted it to our story. If you haven't seen it, uh, yeah. maybe I can repost it somewhere. But uh, you, I have I caught Goose just saying I don't like to use it while the room is full of smoke <laughs> and he's just walking out. You did. You were very quick to react with. The I camera. had to. I was like, I gotta get this. Yeah. Um, this, I have moments like that. There was a time. There's like a. Uh, Amongst my my friends, there's like this famous picture of me with blood all over my face. Yeah, um, I got this enormous, disgusting nosebleed, and I the first thing I did was hand my friend my camera because I was holding it. I was yeah. like, "Please take a picture of this." It's like this is sick. Those weird moments yeah. are like you have to capture those. I'm just glad it wasn't me capturing the like beginning of the, the end, end of this house. <laughs> it was brutal, but yeah, I, and you know, I think in today's age, it's almost as valuable for someone to sit there and record it as mm-hmm. it is for someone to <laughs> put, put out it the out. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's kind of uh, sick, but like, imagine posting that video to YouTube. Like, if we had yeah. it from beginning to end, oh yeah, like that would be a hit. Mm-hmm. I think because people like to see like the madness. Dude, it was wild. And um, but they, yeah, so I th- I'm uh, I'm happy you did what you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, happy you did what you did. Because you actually put the fire out. <laughs> I actually did stuff, yeah. but no, you wild. were you were helpful too. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I try, I try. Hey, the uh, the friggin' breaker tried to do its job. It, it did. And we just ignored it. It was like, hey, something's wrong here. Don't use it. Oh, try a different one. Hey, don't <laughs> use this. It clearly had like a short in the wire. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, it was it was wild. It's still outside, out back. We yeah. never moved it. Oh, the light. Yeah, yeah. We should leave it out there <laughs> forever. Scared of it. Just it's gonna melt into the ground. It's, it's haunted. Um. So one other. Uh, <coughs> <clears throat> little piece of... <laughs> I know, I'm just choking. Oh, did I bring... Oh, I brought a drink down here and forgot about it. <gasps> Is there any better feeling than when you forget that you brought a drink down to the podcast? What's the name of the drink? 0% APR. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's some kind of like pineapple coconut. Oh, it sounded like a, an ad. Like... Oh. Um, yeah, you need to say the drink. Ice. Ice. Man, that would have been a great finisher. Yeah, but it's... Not until we get that sponsor. Sponsorship. So what else we got in technology? <laughs> so on PlayStation, uh, uh, what's the name of the game? All the name st- of the game. Uh, I don't know. Some new game came out on PlayStation <coughs> through PlayStation <coughs> Plus. Excuse me. It's like All-Star, Destruction, whatever it's called. Nailed it. Uh, and the point of this game is you play, you're in cars, and uh, it's all just like a uh, Destruction Derby. Crash okay. into each cool. other. It's, cool. it's a cool, cool. game. Now... What was freaking me out the other day is I enter a lobby and my controller starts swearing profusely at me. <laughs> what? And I'm like, 
Is this, this the game's? I look the game. I think's rated T. Okay. Um, from what I saw, anyways, and so I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. What's this language? What's going on? My controller. It starts yelling at me, and it's I'm like, Evil Dead it's, stuff. Yeah, right it's there. like dissing me. I'm like, what is going on? So on the PlayStation Five controller, the microphones integrated into it, both the input and the output. Oh. So if I don't have anything plugged in, noise is just flying out of the controller because it's got the speaker in the center. Oh. So this was party or game chat. Yeah. And so the lobby's full of sixteen different people all yelling and swearing at each other dude how weird that's so funny <laughs> so i'm playing the game and my controller is smack talking me <laughs> and i'm like this is the future i'm, I'm in the Here future of games i've arrived um but it's actually really funny because a lot of people don't know that um you have to mute your controller there's a button specifically oh. on the controller to mute because the mic's active that's cool. all the time okay i was gonna say because that's mm. kind of an annoying feature if yeah. you have to go in and manually mute everybody yeah there's just this like little thin button under yeah. the microphone and you can shut it off um so i do that at the start but people you know you hear people vacuuming <laughs> you it's it feels exactly uh, like xbox 360 did back in the yeah. day where you would enter like a halo game and everyone have their everybody, mic on yeah yeah uh, so it was really funny because i'm like wow the next generation we're just doing it again with these parties yeah um but it, it was making me laugh the controller was swearing that at me i'm funny. like like, Why? Easy controller. I get it. I suck, but Brutal. calm down. <laughs> That's awesome. It was so it was so funny. I gotta so, get my hands on a PS5, dude. I know you don't. There are a lot of things happening. People are gonna kill you for it. That I don't get to take part in. I've been uh, assassinated three times. Dude. But I have nine lives, so it's fine. You're a ghost. Yeah. Well, I guess no. You're a ghost after nine lives. Yeah. So I I'm get not, it. I'm not a ghost yet. Speaking of ghosts. Yes. Remember ghost hunting shows? Sure. You know where you can watch those? Um, on my iPod Shuffle. On TV! Yay! Television! I've, I have no ghost hunting shows to talk about this week you're at all. You're a dirty liar. I am a dirty... Well, no. Actually, I... there's a ghost in the thing you're about to talk about. Is there? <laughs> Maybe too soon. Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, so I uh, it, it's funny because sometimes you put things in categories, yeah, and you wonder does it belong here? Yeah, and I think it does because if it wasn't on what it was on, I think it would be a TV special. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So uh, on HBO Max, yes, you can watch me. You or anybody who has HBO Max. Oh, why? Hello. Or their grandmother's HBO Max login. Oh. I think mine is actually my sister-in-law's. Wow. Thanks, Amy. Um, it's been out for a hot minute. Yes. And I've been wanting to watch it. Mm -hmm. The uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Was it fresh? It was fresh, bro. It was? Yeah, all right. So I love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm -hmm. Um. And that was the show growing up. It was just on randomly. Yep. Just watch it all the time. And it was like a modern show. It wasn't like so many of the sitcoms and yeah, I guess just sitcoms and old timey TV was old timey TV. It mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily like the modern stuff. And this is a show that like I watched a lot when I was younger and it was on and it was prime time. So this was super dope to revisit. Um, but it's essentially an hour and a half documentary. For some reason, when it first came out, well, not for some reason, I know why. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like going to be an episode. I, that's what I thought too. Yeah. And you saying right now it isn't. It's is, not. Is it's a full me learning about it. <laughs> it's a literal reunion of the cast and them sitting down. They re they recreated the set, mm -hmm. the whole living room, um, and. Dude, even from the very beginning, them all walking in and just seeing each other, I I was pretty much in tears mm -hmm. maybe three 
different times throughout the whole documentary. And I don't blame you. It's like it's like seeing your favorite characters from a show, or even like family at yeah. this point, because you've watched so many episodes. It's seeing them all come together. Yeah. And like it's there's something about it. Yeah. And what's so cool is them revisiting. Like, oh, they they show they show some audition tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, they oh talk they talk about like how the show got pitched. Um, like Will was basically at a party and did like an audition for all these execs that happened to be at the party. Um, they talked about was Will Smith in anything before? No, no, okay, no, he so was that never... was like his break. Yeah, okay. And, like one, just one example of the really cool things that you see throughout this mm-hmm. is they um they talk about how when the show was first airing, Will had never you know he wanted to like really nail all of his lines. Yeah, so he memorized the entire script, so he knew all of everyone's lines oh before his, which you would know some because yeah. you need to know your cues and stuff. But he would know everything. Um, and so they they showed a couple clips from early episodes and zoomed in on him. You can see him mouthing everybody's words before his lines. Wow. So so they play it and he's there. You know he's like this is bad. Like don't show me this is so bad. <laughs> Um, but stuff like that is just so crazy to see and just Shows his dedication about, to the work. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, it's so funny watching him like look at there. I think there's one specifically where he's like sitting next to jazz and he's mouthing the entire thing and he's barely hiding it. Yeah. Like his mouth is, is he's wow. saying the words and then saying his. So stuff like that's really funny. They talk about the transition between, uh, Aunt Viv actresses. Yes. And there's all this kind of like drama around that, that it I didn't realize. It was a huge story. Um, yeah. I don't know too much about it. I seen a couple of YouTube videos on it and you know it seems like there was money and then there was like some um uh what's the word like personal issues and stuff like yeah. that. There was a lot going on. Yeah and they 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 talk about it like they basically deal with it and bury the hatchet in this documentary. Which is super cool. Which is super that's a good thing, right? When you bury the hatchet. Yeah, yeah. That's right. like your because you have the hatchet to kill someone. Right. So when you bury it, you're yeah. like, I give up, I'm not gonna kill you. Which anymore. like don't bury hang it up. <laughs> it's a useful tool right it'll come ha- come in handy but i mean if you planned on killing someone with a knife every time you see that knife wouldn't you have that thought i with guess that maybe knife? but hang up the hatchet is also like an alliteration so i feel like it's better i like burying it it's cooler I it imagine, does like, sound I, cool i imagine like a rainstorm and you're like hiding yeah. the evidence but you're also like i give up on my past right yeah revenge is pretty gone. epic i bet that that saying has a really brutal history like i bet the origin of it mm-hmm. it's probably some kind of ritual where like i'm gonna look it up you agree not to murder each other <laughs> and there's bury the yeah, hatchet. there's a ritualistic burying of the hatchet <laughs> you guys cut yourself on it and then put it in oh <laughs> um but yeah so they buried the hatchet on that whole situation they, yeah they fully deal with it mm-hmm. and and um it's just crazy to see on film and they talk about um uh james avery Am I remembering his name correctly? Who are we talking about? Uh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. I believe so. I'll I double hate, check. I hate when I question myself because I know the answers to these things. Yeah. But listen, guys, this is what Reflections is for. Yep, you got it. James and I'm Avery. not trying to let you down. He was also Shredder. Um, oh, he was. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is. Voice of Shredder in the 87 TMNT. That's cool. Uh, they talk about him and reflect upon him as as an actor and an artist and just a person in general. And it's, it's really cool. He was a really um, just kind of a special dude like yeah. when they talk about his interactions with them um as as people and as young actors he really kind of was that like sagely presence in their lives which mm-hmm. was super cool um and 
they talk about the uh, the father the father son episode that's very very famous. Yeah, um, and they just showed that clip again, and it made me like every time I see it, I'm like, it hurts. Oh, it, like, it's <laughs> it's a good performance. Yeah, it's so good, so good. So um, yeah, highly recommend if you uh, if you know anything, follow anything Fresh Prince related, whether you watch the whole series or not. It's mm-hmm. a really fascinating thing. Um, what's funny is I recently watched that uh, the Shit's Creek wrap up. Yeah, and it was similar to that. Um, but a revisiting of something that's been, you know, whatever, 30 years finished. Yeah. Um, and, and they were both equally so emotional because a TV, a TV cast and like the, the, the length of those shows, Mm -hmm. the, the way that the cast becomes a family and then just like separating one day, it's just like, we'll just never be this way again. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just wild, but, uh, it's really, really well done. They do a lot of really cool things with it. The reflections are cool. The behind the scenes stuff is cool. Um, and, and just some of the stuff you didn't know and the way that people are impacted during the show. It's really good. It's on HBO max called the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. (laughs) One more time. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Nice. Werewolf if I can. <laughs> Werewolf if I can. What did you what did you look up? Bury the hatchet? Research into the uh, these words reveals that it did originate as an American Indian tradition. Hatchets mm. were buried by the chiefs of tribes when they came to a peace agreement. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, this phrase is recorded from the 17th century in English, but the practice uh, it refers to is much earlier. Wow. That's pretty cool. So it was a literal ritualistic thing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy we have phrases that date that far back? Uh, yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> it's really it's interesting that it stays relevant. Like people still use it. Yeah. And uh you know, we still we know the meaning, but do we know the meaning because of the context? Yeah, it's all context. I, no one has ever explained to me bury the hatchet. Uh, we right. obviously just tried to figure out what you it get, was. Yeah, you get the context. Mm-hmm. There are some I still don't understand. What the hell's hand over fist? When people say making money hand over fist? Yeah, it's uh hand over fist. Your hand was just under your fist. <laughs> It's like, well, when you, I don't know. It's like there's a movement involved, isn't there? I don't know. Uh, what's the, we always try to say it and I can never remember it. It's uh, one one in the hand is worth two in the bush. One in the hand is worth two in the bush, I think. Yeah. Don't know. No idea. It, they don't make sense. But we have to stick to our rule of only looking up the origin of one phrase per episode. Right. That's, that is the law of the land. And unless you have anything in TV. I do not. We're going into movies. Movies. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. Do you have anything in movies? No, I really, I wanted one thing, and I just didn't get around to watching it. That's okay. Whatever you, you're excited about this one. I'm excited about it. (laughs) All right, so the the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion was great. Okay. Okay. What connection does this have to the movie? I watched a movie called The Courier. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. Sure. It was a random choice, has Gary Oldman in it. Okay. And the description was something about this courier getting involved with protecting someone. And then all these like goons and this drug lord are like trying to kill her and the guy. Okay. And I was like, sounds like a crazy action movie. It's just Gary Oldman that's recognizable, at least. He's the only name I recognize. I think the lead actress um, has been in some other stuff, but I hadn't I hadn't recognized her. Okay. Um, so the connection to Fresh Prince being great, yeah, is that this movie is the opposite of great. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, not hearing about it is not a good sign. Now, generally. let me let me throw this out there. You know, mm-hmm. and and I would say our listeners probably know at this point. Yeah, I 
I'm a finish what I start kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard time turning off a movie. Sometimes if I get three episodes deep into a show, mm-hmm. even if I'm not loving it, I'll still finish it. Yeah, there's something about completing it. Whether or not it's good, you want to have your full opinion on right, it. Right, exactly. And and same here, it's very rare when I quit anything. Yeah. You know, whether it be a game, a movie, I'm just like, I can't watch it. Can't do it. It has happened. Mm -hmm. I need to make a list of that because it's like so few and far (laughs) in between that I'm like, oh man, this has to be really awful. Yeah. So. So the courier, I got 30 minutes into. Okay. It is so weird and terrible why so it starts off and like first of all in that in those 30 minutes yep. um the the lead actress olga uh Kurilenko, i believe is how you say her sure. her name uh she looks kind of familiar i i don't know what else she's been in i could check right now but i'm not gonna um but gary oldman's in it and i'm like hey gary oldman's cool i was in the mood for like an action movie mm-hmm. and uh I, I the the main thing is like the script makes Almost no sense. Like it, it makes sense, but it's so, um, it's so like cookie cutter mm-hmm. that they barely explain anything. They just show her on a motorcycle, right? So in the beginning, it's her on a motorcycle, and then it jumps to Gary Oldman in an eye patch, and like he's just walking around like in bathrobes and stuff. <laughs> okay, and I'm like, is he a good guy or is he like saying out loud that he's in an eye patch and, and bathrobes? I get it. He's the bad guy, obviously, but hey, it might've been the good guy. Maybe Ant- you don't know. Antihero or something. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. Um, so, so he's, he's like walking around in a bathrobe and stuff. And then there's this, this guy who you're not sure. Oh, he's got, he's got info. You're like, okay, he's got info on a drug Lord, but you okay. don't know who the drug Lord is. Right. So then he's under uh, protective custody and he's all nervous and stuff because he thinks people are going to kill him so then the courier um is is going to deliver this thing apparently i don't know Mm because nobody explicitly states it she's just a woman who rides a motorcycle and brings things to people okay and it's kind of like an underground thing like she asks no questions and doesn't say anything on the other end she gets paid she's like a mercenary ups driver Mm -hmm. she basically just takes the stuff (laughs) and brings it to the person and then no questions asked whatever right so uh, she brings the package, and it ends up being like a trick. And some of the people who were some spoilers for the courier, by the way, <laughs> first thirty minutes, um, yeah, first thirty minutes. This is the whole setup. It takes thirty minutes. Just fast forward because <laughs> nothing. The, what I'm telling you is twenty five minutes of like her riding a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and five minutes of like Gary Oldman and an eye patch, and then a kid <laughs> and some woman and whatever. And so it ends up being some kind of trick, and like the. The package is not what she thought it was and whatever. So it ends up that she's protecting this dude in a parking garage. They end up in a parking garage, right? All right. She, now granted, I got in 30 minutes. Right. She's not really anything special. Mm -hmm. Like she's just a courier. She has some like weapons training, I guess, whatever. She can handle a gun. Yep. Other than that, though, it's her and like this whiny dude trying to hide from like six huge tattooed guys with machine guns Mm -hmm. and she's somehow like defending him. Now I know from reading reviews that apparently the whole movie takes place in that garage. That's it. Which in a way could be cool. Sure. But the uh, raid did it. Yeah, exactly. Like the raid in a building. Exactly. But, um, Um, but there's no like precedent for her and this kid surviving this thing. Yeah. Um, but whatever that, everything I just said, it's like, okay, maybe I could get through that Mm -hmm. dude. The acting is is the acting and the editing and the music cues. Let me tell you the weird the moment I was like, what are we watching? Mm-hmm. There's this there's this scene cut, right? Where 
there I, I forget exactly what's going on because I've tried to block it out mostly. <laughs> um, but there's she's either like riding on the bike or like something happens in a room. I don't know something, and they cut from it to an external shot, right? So picture like a bunch of stuff happening. All of a sudden, it cuts, and you hear like loud electronic music. It's like, <laughs> and the the coloring and everything with the movie because it's like a, a big action movie. It makes a lot of sense. I'm like, okay, we're probably cutting to like a club scene or whatever. Right. It goes from the external shot. A daytime, by the way, yep. which is confusing because loud electronic music. Right. The music starts to fade, and you're, it's Gary Oldman in a bathrobe sitting at a, a table. Okay? He stands up, walks over to like his daughter, who says something to him that makes him mad. Yeah. He walks over to his security guard, screams in his face... And then the music fades back in, and it's like, and it's like really loud, like dubstep. Is it trying to like amp up the the tension? Or I something? guess, but it sounded like a club scene, and yeah. it's just Gary Oldman like calmly walking around and like getting pissed. And then it just cuts to a completely different scene, and there's no, there's no like club. But like he there's nothing. He hasn't interacted with the courier at all, right? No. Do you think he's the one like cause or like telling the guys to go he kill? is okay. at this point we know that he's like the bad guy or okay. whatever I think I, yeah that's what it seemed like um, so was he getting mad at something like uh, yeah so he was pissed at something but what was weird about it like it, what he was doing kind of made sense the yeah. delivery was weird and the script at that point was was really rough it, mm-hmm. it was just very like I didn't understand why he was saying what he was saying mm-hmm. I got his emotions he was mad about something that didn't go his way like because I think he's trying to get the witness killed yeah. the dude that's in protective custody but just the editing of like the really loud EDM mm-hmm. and then all he does is like yell at a security guard and then the EDM pumps up again and then it totally cuts and goes to a different scene that's just bizarre so, so that happened I was like that's, that's weird yeah. I don't really get what that was that felt awkward when I decided to stop watching this movie, mm-hmm. the was, moment, th- dude. So it's almost worth watching the first thirty minutes to see this crazy guy who plays one of the agents, who's like a double agent. Like he's he's trying to he's he was pretending to be like a cop, mm-hmm. but he's really trying to kill the witness. It's one okay. of those kind of th- one of those deals. So uh, the courier and and the kid are in the garage. Okay. Crazy leader guy has a mic that apparently is, is like the the uh, intercoms in the garage. Okay, and he just starts speaking crazy talk into the mic, and he's like a weird. Uh, he's just over exaggerating everything. So uh, no context. Yeah, they're running around. She's running with the kid in the in the garage trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Right, so it goes to her. They hide behind a car. Kid's freaking out. She's like, "Shut up! Shut up!" And then it goes to like five guys walking with machine guns. And then it cuts to him. No context. It's totally quiet. And he just goes, you can't escape the meat grinder. Once you're in the meat grinder. And then he he goes on to say things like, like, the only way out of the meat grinder is... To become pulverized beef or like wired. And it's not played for comedy. It's like he's supposed What's to be. What's the meat grinder? I don't know. She's in a parking garage. There's no. There's you had no... to watch it up into the meat grinder. Dude, I was like, <laughs> what? She's not in a meat grinder. Like he was dude. just saying all this ominous, weird stuff to yeah, like yeah. freak her out. And he's like, not a great actor. It's, dude, it is uncomfortably weird to watch. So he said a couple other weird things. And mm-hmm. I looked at Rachel and I was like, I, she's like, yeah, I can't do this a whole <laughs> lot longer. I was like, yeah, this is real bad. So uh, that's pretty much where I got to. Yeah. 
Um, it is. It I'm, is. I'm. Oh, I'm almost curious enough to watch I the know, rest. I know. <laughs> and I. So I. I didn't make it through. Again, I get through most things. I'm pretty easy on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just the this one was. Uh, the the craft of it was really pulling me out of it. The mm-hmm. the weird editing and and the the I wish I could remember more of what this guy said. Yeah. But literally that moment was the weirdest thing ever. I just like I, I in my head I feel like I've seen scenes like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the villain at the end that we've had a whole movie to establish. Exactly. Like, he's crazy. That was the thing. We don't really know this guy yet, mm-hmm. except at one point he makes crazy eyes and yeah. delivers like a line pretty poorly. Yeah. Um, so you know him as the idiot or something. Yeah, like, you're kind of like, like, all right, all right, that guy's a goofball. And yeah. then this is the moment where you're like, oh, this is supposed to be like the boss's number two man or whatever, right? Or number one? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it would be his number one. Yeah, I guess his number one. Yeah, he's like the boss's guy. Yeah, he's the one that Gary Oldman is like, did we do the thing? And he's mm-hmm. like, no, boss, we didn't do the thing, but we're gonna do the thing. And he's like, just do the thing. And then he's like, <laughs> there's no escaping the meat grinder. I want to know what the meat grinder is, dude. I don't know what the meat grinder is. I'm I, curious. Oh, I'm it's curious. so weird. I, I, you know, <sighs> bad movies are tough because, like, you know, you're wasting up to an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, you know, and and but you never have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. And it's almost worth watching just so you can know never to watch it again. I do. I I wanna I wanna show you that part mm-hmm. because even showing it to you with no context of like the first 25 minutes yeah. is literally the exact same feeling of when it happens after you've watched it because you just don't just makes know. no sense it's just stupid. makes no sense at all mm-hmm. so i do not recommend the courier okay on amazon prime good to know you know what i do recommend what playing video games let's go play some video games scary <laughs> <laughs> brett just showed me some of the clips and uh it is it it doesn't look good that movie. It's weird. I you know, I guess I misspoke. The meat grinder thing isn't the first thing he says, but when he says it, it's weird. It's still weird regardless. It's off putting, right? Yeah, okay. it's just like because the whole scene, he's like, you can't escape. Like he's being creepy. That's fine, but then he's like, you're in the meat grinder. You're trapped in the meat grinder. And so, I do like yeah. meat being grinded. Yeah. So let's talk about a game that I recently, I've been told to play okay. by numerous people. Okay. And they're like, Tim, you got to play this. It's great. What it is, sir? Blasphemous. Blasphemous. I saw you post about this. What is this game? Holy crap. Where can I play it? <laughs> Everywhere. It's on PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Switch. And I immediately thought of you by the time I finished it anyways, yeah. because I was like, but this is like, so... Blasphemous, if you guys don't know, it's a Metroidvania okay. 2D, 2D side-scroller. 2 Ds. Uh, where it's like a gross mixture of the Bible and Silent Hill. That's the <laughs> only way I can describe it, because the creature design... I like both those things. Yeah, it, it's like, it's it feels... The whole game's very biblical. It's like they speak in, like, Bible talk. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, old mm. English. Okay, You sure. know, it's like, doth, hath, have... Repent for your sins, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very <laughs> repent for your sins. You know that kind of <laughs> that kind of stuff. No, it's very it's well, it's super heavy throughout the whole game, but yeah. it very much feels like Silent Hill because the creatures are just beyond your wildest imagination. Oh, They're disgusting. They I'm have in. like a bunch of limbs coming from them. Uh, like for an example, when you get a health upgrade, yeah, uh, you walk into this room and there's a floating woman and her chest is ripped open. She has a bunch of swords sticking out of her, and you have to rip out a sword to get your health upgrade. This Whoa. game is metal. Whoa. Like, I want to play Metallica while I'm crushing through. Dude, I'm ready. It's really good. Um, and yeah, it's I, I highly recommend it because it's 
the controls are very nice and tight. Okay. Uh, like it's, it feels like um, Symphony of the Night, Castlevania okay. Symphony yeah, yeah. of the Night. It's very uh, melee focused. I'm so scared of that uh, game. Uh, why? I just can't, I don't understand how to get past <laughs> the first 15 minutes. Dude, even worse, and you probably know this at this point, but after you complete the whole main castle, it flips and you do the whole castle upside down. I don't think I realized that. And people hate it. You have to? Uh, to get the it's part of the game? Yeah, yeah. So you go through, it's like 20 hours, and you go through the whole castle, you explore everything 100%, and you like beat the final boss, you think, and then the whole castle flips, and you have to go through the whole castle again. But it doesn't, the map starts from zero again. So, and you have to teleport between the original castle and the flip okay, castle. I'm it's awesome, up. but it's like the game's right. a one playthrough, yeah. and you're like, that's it. I got to be mentally prepared before I yeah. attack that game. I, I'm a huge fan of Metroidvanias. Yeah. I love the idea of exploring and sure. getting the upgrades and opening the map, and it, it hits all those points. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the weirdest uh, aspects of this, though, is it's different from your typical uh, Metroidvania because all of the uh, traversal upgrades are mm-hmm. optional. You can go through the whole game without getting any oh, of weird. the upgrades, uh, which is both a good thing and a bad thing because I played, I would say, maybe about like 70% of the game looking for these upgrades. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, throughout the game, you, there's points where you can double jump and get to secret areas and just do a bunch of stuff. Okay. And so I'm exploring and exploring. And I'm like, I can't find these. And so I had, I looked it up and I was like, oh, you have to do like side quests and stuff, which I was doing side quests. Yeah. But they're kind of, um, they're very cryptic, I would say. Okay. Um, to solve them and to get these items, there are they are in certain places. Like one, for instance, it's a double jump. Um, mm. But basically what it does is it, make, it makes platforms appear under you mm-hmm. and there's certain points where you could use it. Um, there was a door that I didn't go to at the beginning of the game. And so I went, you know, 60, 70% of the game without this jump, that's not necessary. Yeah. But I missed like numerous things. No way. So I went all the way back to the beginning and grabbed it and wow. I had to reach, you know, tread every step I did. So that's a little annoying. Yeah. Um, so I would warn people to um, just kind of be aware of, uh, like, be very vigilant with yeah. your exploration. That's good to know. Um, because you can use those upgrades to find the other upgrades and it was all a chain effect. So I missed the first one, yeah. which made me, uh, which made it very difficult to find wow the yeah i'm sure they did that on purpose too like the first one is one you definitely want to get right because it's it's one of the most important ones yeah. you know because that that Whoops. mechanics used a lot yeah and uh and it, so the game wasn't any more challenging or yeah. any like easier or harder um it didn't make a, a big difference yeah but because i was going for 100 percent uh you know it does eventually make a difference oh yeah. Uh, yeah and you get more like um uh points where you can use to buy upgrades and stuff so th- there is a lot of incentive to get it but you can totally miss it i walked right by it hmm. um so but other than that um the game is super fun it's got like these gruesome brutal finishers i saw one that you posted it was insane yeah you like throw this guy in the air and stab a sword and cover yourself in the blood and it's like whew, what's it's... the what's the story who are you in the um, game? so you are the uh penitent one okay uh and the the premise is everybody uh has some kind kind of sin or um, something they have to repent for. Okay. Uh, and so they are dealt with these crazy ways to repent for the sin. So the lady with all the swords in her, she, well, I don't, I don't, I can't remember what any of these sins are, mm. but you help these people by, she needs all the swords removed, but she can't remove them herself. Oh my God. So you have to go and take out the swords, getting your health upgraded and she can eventually ascend, wow. you know, and be free of the curse. Yeah. So everybody you meet has a curse. Nobody, no, other than there's a few like, uh, hu- like normal humans that don't, mm. um, 
but everybody else you meet, there's this one guy who has this huge deformity on his chest and he's poking at it. And then like, if you give him an upgrade, he'll remove his hands and it's a guy's face and he has like a conjoined twin in his chest. Think like an atta- uh, attack on Titan Titan. Yeah, yeah. Like he's that big oh, and gosh. that horrific looking. Oh, so that's, scary. Um, that's half the fun is seeing what all these people's stories yeah, are right. because the side missions are just as good as like your main focus Cool. where you're trying to fix the land. You're trying to save yeah. it from this corrupt king. Um, and so there's a good ending and a bad ending. It's very easy to get the bad ending. The good ending's a little cryptic. Yeah. So just be aware. Same same as finding the upgrades there. They're definitely, uh, they expect you to do a lot that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Which one did you get? Uh, the good ending. Oh, nice. um, because I was, I thought I was doing bad things, but I was actually doing good things. Uh, Not that I intended to do uh, um, bad things. Intended to do. Intended, but there was one, there's like a statue I broke and it took you to this like secret area. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'll just break all these statues. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, or tip. However you want to. Yeah. However you take choose it. to take it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Super fun. Not very challenging. Like it's hard. Yeah. Um, but um, a lot of people, including myself, thought it was Dark Souls like. Mm. Um, but it's not. You can die, and you'll like lose a chunk of your health and like uh, your magic meter. Okay. But you can go and get your soul back. Okay. Um, but you don't lose any like XP or anything when you die. It's very um, user friendly in that Sweet. regard. Um, yeah. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. Well, that has officially made it to my list. Yeah, it's uh, I, and I, I I'm kicking myself because there was a physical edition. Yeah. Through limited run, and you know it's thirty bucks or whatever they sold it for. It's going for ninety now. Oh, because it, it's you know limited. They don't limited. Uh, yeah, and you so can't I'm kicking get it myself because I had the opportunity. Because shoot, they're doing two week pre orders now. So yeah. that I had two weeks to get it. This was months ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kicking myself because it's such a good game. I would love it right. to have have it physically, but. Oh man, no luck, and they're Maybe. still updating it. Um, so I played the the newest version, mm-hmm. um, which people say is different from the older one. But what I was playing was really good. Think they'll ever re-release it? Ah, uh, does Limited Run ever do that? Not traditionally. Yeah. Um, they will do these like blowout sales where they they have extra inventory, um, and they'll you know uh, sell them again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Limited Run, I mean, if you miss it, it's very tough <sighs> to find them again. Best right. Buy has a deal with them. Where they'll like um, take a bunch of their old stock and sell it, um, and have their own portion, but it wasn't on Man. on Best Buy. So. If you ever find a copy, let me know. Yeah, if there's but ever digital, like that you can get it for fifteen bucks. I've been I've been really into my physicals lately. Oh, I'm with you. It's difficult. It might come to Game Pass though. I, w- I definitely okay. I wouldn't I doubt at it. At least play it that way. Yeah. Um. So. I got two segues there. Let Ooh. me figure out which one I want to use. A Sega segue? Uh, this is a quick one. Okay. My physicals. My physicals. I just found... Sonic music! How rude. Nah. Yeah, that's what you found. <laughs> uh, I just found a copy of Silent Hill 2 complete uh-huh. the other day. Yes. On eBay. I thought you had that one. I did a while ago. Okay. So and that's the one you're looking for. I can remember which one. That was the one, one, and it's, I think it's probably one of the more sought after, other yeah. than Black Label PS1, mm-hmm. um, the first one. Yes. But I have that. And I, I can never find a complete Silent Hill 2 on, online anymore um, or in, in stores. It's even mm-hmm. more rare because it just doesn't stay on the shelves. And I found it. It was 60 bucks complete. <sighs> Did I, you get it? I got it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got it. Because what's funny is like how pre-owned games, if I see it for 60 bucks or more, I'm like, dang, that's expensive. No matter what the game is, 60 bucks. that's what I put to modern games. 
right and right. not that these games are not are, are not good enough to be $60 right. but um in my head the value of older games should always be less it, than right. what they currently are it just are. feels it feels different so that's what's funny is i was looking at it and it's getting rarer and rarer mm-hmm. and it was complete and i was like i feel like you know, I wish I bought Kuan a few years ago for like 250 bucks. You would never know, though. You I mean, never. You talk about like the stocks going on right mm-hmm. now with GameStop. You yep. know, it bumped up to 300. Now it's down to 80. Yeah. It's it's going to be fluctuating forever. Yeah, right. And and I think with the game market and kind of similar to uh, Edward's documentary, I think a lot of the uh, uh, resellers and a lot of people are trying to get them uh, graded and stuff. Yeah. I think it's hurting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, obviously, it's not like, you know. Uh, uh, truth or anything, but yeah. I feel like the Silent Hill, for instance, mm-hmm. is an effect of that because a lot of people love Silent Hill. So I think there's a lot of people buying them up and mm-hmm. then putting them in the collector's case and never touching it again. I do wonder. I didn't look up any any of those games because a lot of what I've looked into as far as the graded market is stuff that's sealed in selling. Yeah. Um, but something like that could be the case too, especially with like, dude, that PS2 horror era is so difficult to get your hands on. And because a lot of them, Silent Hill makes me laugh because they re-released that. Mm-hmm. They had the Silent Hill collection. Granted, right. it's pretty rough. It's not they like it wasn't designed very well. Mm. Um, but the the games, I mean, that's how I played them. You can yeah, you can play it. Yeah, I played mm-hmm. it all the way through both of them, and sure they had their hiccups, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised those are rare and expensive yeah. because we have access to them. Right. Um, so yeah, I snagged that mm-hmm. sixty bucks. I was like, this is probably what it sold for originally. Yep. I can I can drop that just to get my hands on it. So now I finally have Silent Hill one through four again, That's which awesome. took me forever. Yeah. Um, but I have those. They're all original. None of them are greatest hits or anything, and they're all um, complete in box. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other segue yes. I'll use here. Game Pass. Game Pass. I recently, actually just last night, yeah. I beat uh, American McGee's Alice. Oh. Um, so. Wait, game. that's on Game Pass? Yeah, well, it's through EA Play. Oh. Uh, so Madness Returns. Sick. Alice Madness Returns is on there. Yep. And those, oh, those, wow. Those. those. Those grimy little rats. <laughs> so they, uh, when, you, when you pull up Alice Madness Returns, yep. right at the very bottom of the menu mm-hmm. is Play American McGee's Alice. Here's the thing, Tim. Yes. If I have access to the the, the game that came out first, mm-hmm. I have to play that one. You have to. And I love, love it when games have multiple games in it. Yeah, I do too. You know, like Panzer Dragoon Orta, um, that's on, I think, Game Pass or is free with Games with Gold, which mm-hmm. is Panzer Dragoon 4. Okay. Um, that has the first Panzer Dragoon game in it. Oh, that's dope. So you had to beat Orta, and I think that's all you have to do is beat it, and then you unlock it. Mm. Um, so I was able to play both Panzer mm-hmm. Dragoon games from a single one. That's so, so sick. With Alice, that was initially a pre-order bonus. So oh. you would, uh, and I didn't pre-order it, so yeah, I only yeah. played Madness Returns because I was like, well, I'm not going to pay. Uh, at the time, I think it was five bucks. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to spend the five bucks. I just want to play this game. Um, so I started with Madness Returns and played Alice uh, last year. Oh, man. Um, and so what, what were your thoughts? Well, Brett? here's the thing. I have kind of a, a funny history with this game. This game is one of the first games that made me realize there was a PC gaming world. Okay. Because it's a game that I saw ads for and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this game looks so sick. Like, I, I, you know, my love for fairy tales and horror, especially at the time that this game came out, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is dope. I think it was two. This game came out. Yeah, um, um, I would even say late nineties. And so I, I remember seeing ads for it. I don't know if it was in game magazines or what, but for so many years, I've always wanted to play it because I just loved the aesthetic. I loved the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You got a date on there? Two thousand. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so when I saw that it was available, I was like, oh, I mean, 
that right there, 20 years or so, yeah. I've, I've been wanting to play this game. So that's super exciting. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. super amped. So I now granted, I know it's been out for a long time, so I yes. expected it to be a little dated. Um, it's a little dated. Just a little bit. But I will say I enjoyed it. Like I, I at no point, well, I at two points was <laughs> uh, annoyed with the game. Yes. But overall, I enjoyed it. I think the character designs are super sick. That's mm-hmm. like probably... 70 to 80 percent of the reason i wanted to play the game i love the world i love the world building the world is super cool Mm -hmm. the most dated aspect of the game is the platforming yes i think which is um so frustrating now (laughs) i don't know if you know this and if you were just being nice and not telling me the other day but i did play a large majority of the game without realizing I could save at any point that I wanted. I wanted you to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I played, there's not, I mean, the as far as like the structure of the game and the mechanics and stuff, it's pretty simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, only, when you press pause, it's either resume game, yep. quit, or load save, mm-hmm. which for some reason, I just ignored the save part for a large part of the game. So I was playing through these long levels mm-hmm. where if you... If you miss a ledge and you die, it just brings you back to the beginning of that level. I'll be honest. I didn't figure it out until the end, until almost after I beat, like almost the end. Like, I was like, this is cool because okay. they don't tell you. They don't tell you. And so you bringing it up now reminds me because I forgot again. I, yeah. It left my mind. Yeah. Um, so no, I wasn't being nice. I totally just you forgot. forgot. Yeah. Dude, it, there was the, the mirror level that you're mm-hmm. talking about. There's this level where now here's the other thing. All right, let me finish that sentence. There's this level where it's like a crazy funhouse, mirrors, whatever. And you're running through it, and it's relatively linear. But the thing that sucks is you go through this whole long section, which takes a long time because you have to walk by certain mirrors for bosses or like enemies to jump out of the mirrors, attack them, go to where they came from. You have to find these hidden clocks and fight all these things. And then the very last segment of that level you run out onto a platform and realize the platforms are like back and forth, side to side platforms. Mm-hmm. And you, if you fall off, you start from the very beginning of that level. Not only that, but there are also these enemies and I'm on the fence about whether or not I just flat out hate this like enemy type, mm-hmm. but they have a move that, that, that uh, pushes you in a direction. Um, I forget what they're called. They're called like, Boo something or... or Boo Radleys. Boo Radleys. Let's call them that. So they fly around and they scream at you Mm -hmm. and they knock you back like a ton. Yeah. So while you're doing all this awkward platforming, these things are coming around the corner and screaming at you. Which they're designed that way to just make you so mad. Exactly. It's so frustrating. So I didn't realize until... Actually, I think eventually at that level was where I realized, oh, I can just save here. And then when I die, can just I start it. literally right here. I definitely did not know it for that level. Yeah. And so the, I had that issue where I constantly... I played it like seven times first, but... It, it's and, and it's funny because that's a thing for a lot of older games where you like you have to save manually. Like yeah. the autosave doesn't happen until after the level's complete. Right. Um, and it's something I don't think about. And it's very common on PC games, too. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was something, and it never came to mind. I never mm-hmm. thought, oh, let me just save here. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Yeah, that's how I felt too. <laughs> yeah. um, but so I'm uh, glad you found it. Yeah, I found that, and uh, I was so glad because there were a couple of bosses that I don't think I could have beaten without saving, like mid boss fight, which mm-hmm. I know sounds wicked cheap, but there yeah, are a couple uh, what's ones it called save scumming. Is what they call. Is it. that what that's called? Yeah. 
I've never heard of that. So when you save scum, it's where you save like to save yourself from a fight yeah. or whatever. Wow, that really makes me feel terrible. <laughs> that, <laughs> there's that a term title. for it. Um, hey, but, I don't care. Dude, there's this one fight. I don't know if you remember fighting the Jabberwock, but this thing just flies above you and vomits fire onto Is you. Is it a big arena? Like, um... uh, Yeah, and, and there's a griffin, and a, the griffin's oh, body's in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this thing just flies above you, and when you catch on fire in this mm-hmm. game, you stay on fire, <laughs> and you, your you health just it? goes down. No, you run around in circles, and your arms go up in the air, and you're like, ah! <laughs> and then you just die, yeah. and it's just brutal. It's it's just really, really hard because it's such a rigid platformer because mm-hmm. it's so old. Um, so that fight, and then uh, the queen fight at the end, I actually thought was super yeah. sick. I don't know if you remember that, but she's this big, weird, tentacly thing. Yeah, it totally, um, like... Not what I expected. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed it. It feels really, really cool to have gotten it off my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super stoked to play the sequel. I found the sequel, I said it to you, it's a hundred times better. Yeah. I think, I think it, yeah, it just, it, it feels modern. It feels mm. really good. Like, I don't think I could suggest Alice. Yeah. But I could suggest Madness Returns. Sure. Um, just because, you know, it's dated. It's, I don't like, I don't feel like I got much from Alice. Yeah. You know, like the story's cool, but the second one explains it all pretty good. It does. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's worth revisiting. But I, I don't know either. I, I would have to know that a person has the same exact uh, reasons for playing something like that mm-hmm. as I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I conceptually, it was enough for me to get through it. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't get super, super difficult until, you know, enough through the game where I'm like, okay... I get why this is so difficult, right. but the things that just feel like unfinished because it's so old, those yeah. are the things that are frustrating. Like, I know I can beat this, but I accidentally like fell off the the side of a building and now I have to do this whole level again. Right, because like, the like the design and the ge- geometry is not clear. Right. So yeah. you're like platforming and then you realize it's a slope and you slide it, off. Right, you're exactly. Like, Dude, okay. that's though that happened to me a couple times. Yeah. Especially in that that mirror level you were talking about. Yes. I remember it being very difficult. Dude, it was so frustrating. Um but yeah, overall it was pretty cool. You could mm-hmm. probably look up some just like characters designs from it and stuff like that and kind of get the vibe. But yeah. um it was a crazy thing to finally play that after like a million years. Mm-hmm of playing it and uh now i kind of as part of like my uh piecing together my horror game collection yeah i was looking up an original copy of that Mm -hmm. and i found a boxed copy how much 60 bucks i know but it's the only complete one i could find (sighs) yeah i'm on the fence yeah i'm watching it i get it i i have some pretty rough games in my collection that i have complete Mm -hmm. that i've spent more than i should have mm-hmm uh, and it just happens. But like, you know, you talked about Silent Hill. I don't own any of them. I have I have Silent Hill 4, actually. Uh, but I have one. On How did you end up with only Silent Hill 4? Because uh, I got it from a mystery box. I got like a PlayStation mystery box and it was in there. Oh, <laughs> I remember that, I the, think. Uh, the Punch-Out gaming. I yeah, yeah. Punch-Out. Mm-hmm. They're not still doing that, are they? Uh, I think they are still doing the mystery boxes. Which is cool. Uh, But yeah, so I have Silent Hill 1 on my PS3 digitally. Mm. um, And I have Silent Hill 2 and 3 on the collection. So, like, I'm not so concerned about getting them. But knowing what they're going for price-wise and knowing how the game market works... They're gonna hit the levels of Kuan and well, they might. They I don't might. know. I don't know. For some reason, those. I don't know if it's because there are more of them. I, yeah, I think they're more popular and mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, I don't know. It's just because there's only a limited number of them in the world. Yeah. So we're getting to the point where discs are breaking. People are losing it's them. True, yeah. You know. So things that we want, I feel like there's always a time limit on. Dude, it. I want the big three so bad. Oh, I have. Well, I have your copy. Yeah. I have uh, Haunting Ground. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, you do have Haunting Ground. Yeah, but I have the. Um, 
European copy. Oh, okay. But I have a modded PlayStation 2 to play it on. Right. And then I have a repro of Rule of Rose. <laughs> so mine's the jank. Well, but I can a... play them all. <laughs> that's all that matters. You can play them. That's so, pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if I don't, I've talked to you about it before, but repros, like if you had got the big three repro. I, so, yeah, I, I, I think it would be cool to have those. But you want to collect them but more in, than play them. In that. my head, they're like placeholders because I want a real copy. Right. To eventually... And I do want to play them. Yeah. Like I have Obscure and mm-hmm. the second Obscure, and um, I, I want to play those. Yeah. I, I don't care about having like sealed copies mm-hmm. unless, I mean, if I get my hands on one of like Kuon or something, yeah. I've played the game. It'd be tight to just have it. Right. Because you already have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not even concerned with them being in like perfect condition. I just want them complete. Yeah. Um, and Haunting Ground, I mean, it's fun, mm-hmm. but that's the problem with these big three is they're not like the best games. Yeah. You know, they're, they're rare because people didn't like them at the time mm-hmm. and there's reasons they didn't like them yeah. and they all have their issues. Like Kuan's great, but it's still, you know, it's not much to it. It's a good game. It, it, it's good. I know it's not $700 good. Right, exactly. But the thing is, I just have this dream of piecing together like the history of horror games yeah. And I want physical copies of them. That's mm-hmm. why I was asking you about the PC stuff the other day. Yeah. Because I, um, dude, I've just been looking at these lists. There's and they're, a great PC. Dude, there are these games that many. I've just never heard of, mm-hmm. and I want to try them all. Yeah. And, and I, PC, I mean, because you think back to the 80s and 90s, like there are probably hundreds mm. of horror games that we've never tried. Yeah. You know, they're probably adventure games and stuff like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, it's it's incredible what they do. Yeah, there's a lot out there. So, um, oh, that's that reminds me too. I was going to ask you. Yes. Do you think mm-hmm. you would ever buy yeah. a physical copy of of a mobile game? Oof. Oof. Um, no. It would probably work like like it's it's a physical copy, but it's like a download code or something like that. But it's a cased copy of the game. Uh, so funny enough, the Switch has some games like this. Really? So you buy, um, I think it's the Mega Man X collection. Okay. And so um, it comes with Mega Man X, like, or it's the two pack. You get Mega Man X one and two. And so Eggman, um, <laughs> Eggman, Eggman. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the collections, <laughs> collection one, collection two, collection two is just a download code. Oh. Um, so it comes in the pack as just the code. So the the main cartridge can only play, you know, Mega Man X 1 through 4, whatever okay. it is. Uh, and people hate it. Yeah. I, I'm indifferent um, only because I still have a physical copy of the collection. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that too, yeah. So it's like I have the digital code and I'm not too worried about it being gone forever because mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess I have it other ways. But as far as a mobile game goes, what's the point of getting the case? No, you know what? I've bought cases for digital <laughs> games. So I can't say what's the point of doing yeah. that because I've done it. Like, I have... like say there was a game... The only ones I could think of off the top of my head are um, like Infinity Blade. Is that the one? The the oh, yeah. epic one. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but there's only a couple I've played. And like, um, what was the other one? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. But there's some goofy ones that I would buy it for. Yeah. But it would just seem useless. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Is there a specific game? So I don't know. In my in my journey of like through lists of horror games and figuring out, I'm trying to pick up like a decade or something to focus on, so, so I can you start building the some 2010s? stuff. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm just telling you like the different lists I found and yeah. stuff like that. And I was um, 
there's a list on Wikipedia mm-hmm. that it, it, there's one of those disclaimers that's like, this is a list that may or may not ever fulfill the needs of completeness for whoever's <laughs> looking at this. But it's a list of horror games. Yeah. And it, dude, it lists like consoles that I don't even understand. You can't, you can Google it and it doesn't exist. Japan like, I don't know has like about. 400 consoles that we never yeah. got. Yeah. So there's all these like, I don't even know. Maybe they're, yeah, maybe that's what they are. Um, but you can't even find like, these games online mm-hmm. and some of the some of the games that you can find are these horror games that are exclusive to mobile mm-hmm. and i was just thinking in terms of like huh like a complete collection how could you get a version of something like that and you can't because there's like if you yeah. look on steam there are mm-hmm. a bunch of like really like uh, uh um what's the like high rated highly reviewed games on steam like mm-hmm. horror games and stuff that are specifically on steam you can only play it digitally that never had a physical release yeah and i was just thinking like what could you do like i guess you could you could probably find like bootleg copies or something like that but if you're a physical collector right i'm like how do how does someone who is a physical collector and then and then find something in their range of collecting that mm-hmm. is only digital. Yeah, like say you're a record collector or you're you're a music collector in general. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of albums right now. Like the last three releases I've done are only digital. You can't oh, get a hard copy. Yeah. So I remember there were times where I would go to a show mm-hmm. and I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna buy this. I love buying like you know touring or local bands stuff because you don't know if they're ever gonna keep going or right. um, if this EP will ever exist anywhere again. Um, and they were like, oh, we only have like digital codes. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, kind of a bummer. Like I want to put it n- next to my like local bands nobody's ever heard of right. in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if they made, there's this one game called The Eye. If you look up horror, just horror games in the app store, The Eye comes up. Okay. And it's basically like a walking simulator kind of thing. Um, and this, there's like a jump scare every now and then. But it's pretty pretty highly rated. Yeah. And I was like, what if there's a, if there was a physical copy of that, I would probably buy it if it wasn't too oh, much like man. if yeah. it was the the it the, depends what the price range is do you keep uh do you have any digital download cards for yes, games i do i do keep some you kept them um i remember i got limbo like that yeah and i had it on a digital download card. yeah it depends like um it all depends on the game uh or how it's presented to me mm-hmm. like like if it's on a card um, you know, I have all my collectible cards in a binder, so I yeah. put it in that binder. Oh, oh, cool. If it's like a little pamphlet thing, then yeah. I would probably put it with a game that's similar to it. Okay. Or also in that binder with the cards, like yeah. in the back. Um, but yeah, uh, I do keep it. I, there isn't really a point to it because it's not. I don't count it as like a physical copy or anything. Sure. Um, but it's technically it technically lives in your collection. Technically. Technically. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't think I would unless the game was like really something special. Right. Um. Yeah, or, or like you, you have the focus of horror games. But I mean, dude, that collection will be insane. <laughs> it's, it's like, because I just think there's so many obscure, like, oh, yeah. I'm even thinking Sega Saturn. There's there's like this huge list of horror games yeah. that haven't been translated uh, and they're they're Japanese exclusive. Really? And I want them just to play them because yeah. they look cool. There's like this one where you play as a detective and you're going through like, uh, it's all FMV. And so you're interviewing like, you know, Japanese oh, people cool. and stuff like that. And uh, there's like murder and it looks super cool. Can't play it. No one translated it yet. Oh, so, yeah. Um, there's just a lot of cool stuff like that, obscure stuff that we may never oh, that's touch. That's kind of stuff I want to get into. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's funny. And you find some stuff like I looked up Alice because I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it. 
like the games that I actually beat. Yeah. I'll try to get a physical copy of that. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I just go on a rampage, dude. I go on eBay and I'm like, ah, oh, 12 bucks, no big deal. Yeah. I'll buy that. Oh, 30 bucks, no big deal. Oh, mm-hmm. 60 bucks, I'll never see that game again. I better buy it. <laughs> this is and the time. I, yeah, it's, it's terrible. So I think, I don't know if that's good logic to buy a game you've already beaten. It's great logic. <laughs> because I think an incentive for buying it would be because you haven't beaten it yet. Oh, sure. Like, that will happen, too. Because if but, I've beaten a game, there's no way I would spend 60 bucks on it after. I See, I, I really want the physical copy of Alice. Yeah. I really do. I, I mean, if you want to do it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Just sell, That's the same thing with Resident Evil. Sell one of those all... Ninja Turtle Power Ranger comics. Shut up, dude. What? You can get, like, four no, of Silent Hill. Get out of here. Don't talk to me what like that. What would you rather have? A single comic that you have 20 of... I don't have 20 of them. Or four Silent Hill games. I have, games. like, one. I have <laughs> you, one of each. You got, yeah, one of each. It's yeah. all the same story. Yeah, but some are worth hundreds more than others. Exactly. <sighs> Maybe I'll sell some stocks or something. Yeah, smart. I don't know. That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about horror PC games, yeah. I played a horror game on the PC the other oh, day. Oh, I saw it. I'm wicked jealous, dude. World of Horror. Yeah. Now, this is a game we saw at PAX in 20... <sighs> Uh, 19 i think okay because we did go to pax in 2020 uh um, yeah oh, it wasn't 18 i don't think so because we saw it one year and then we saw it the year after but it was like it wasn't the same booth i think it was, or something yeah i think in 2019 is the one because we went and played it and we got that pin that Cthulhu yes pin. yeah um and then the year after it was the same thing it was the same like studio but they had a different booth and they weren't giving out a pin they were just mm. like play the game um so for years we've known about this game and at the time, it was actually, you could download it. It was out there for you to get. Yeah. Um, and so then it came to Xbox, Game Pass, but yep. only on PC. Only PC. I was so mad. Yeah, and I would be too, because, you know, you were so excited to yep. play it. And I'm like, it it's PC only. PC only. So it's, I've had it for a while. I've had it at least for a couple of months now, downloaded and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm jumping into it. I'm finally doing it. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know, World of Horror is uh, a adventure game uh, inspired by 80s adventure games uh it's a horror game and it's you are you play as um one of many characters actually and you are exploring this town as it becomes more and more corrupt by some Mm. evil force yeah the old gods is what it's called uh and as you play through uh it's very uh uh, prevalent or very uh obvious even from you start it's very cthulhu uh, focus. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. But all like HP Lovecraft inspired things. So not just Cthulhu. There's a bunch of different like demons and beasts and oh, all that I stuff. I didn't understand what the pins were about when we. Right. When I you... didn't see that. Yeah. Because I didn't. I was like, do they just put Cthulhu on right, everything like, that's what's like the, yeah, scary? What's, it didn't make any sense. So it is kind of like one of the main points of the game. Okay. Um, but this game, uh, it goes from like pretty complicated to simple real fast hmm. um, as far as the, how the game works. Okay. So when you start, um, you have four different uh, uh, things you can pick, four different like um, campaigns. So there's one that's just a single mission. You play as a student in the school and okay. you have to solve the case of the scissor woman. The second one, you play as a... Um, the picture shows a student, but they say you're a detective. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference, awesome. but um, you play as a student <laughs> detective, uh, and you solve three different cases around the city. So it's kind okay. of like a, um, a, a getting you geared up for what the real run is. Mm. So the third one is like a full um, predetermined playthrough or a random playthrough. It's oh. quick play, and they'll just put you in a scenario, and they're like, good luck. Uh, and then the fourth option is the real game, the actual game. Where you pick your character, you pick your scenario, you pick, like, everything. Um, So the premise is 
you you're a detective and you have to solve five cases before the the world gets consumed by this darkness okay and the cases are randomly generated um and they always have they're always like just a mystery and you have to kind of solve it by um getting pieces and finding information and then getting to the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the game's really complicated because you have all these different menus to click through. You can you can travel to places. You can check your backpack. You can check your status. You you are really playing this character. Yeah, it's full role playing. But once you understand it, it's like very simplistic, I guess, yeah? in nature, because um, everything like is very kind of easy to pick out, and um, the game's very formulaic in that way. Mm. Um, I so ultimately the game is really good. I like it a lot. Okay. It's very short. I beat it in four hours. Oh, wow. Um, and that's, I mean, the idea is you replay it and do different scenarios and do all this stuff. But because it's still a work in progress, there's only, I think there's like 10 scenarios. Okay. 10 different mysteries. And so when you solve a mystery, um, it'll save your progress and it'll be like ending one of two unlocked. Um, so oh. you can go through So when the, they give you that mystery again, you can shoot for the other ending, oh. which usually it's do all the right stuff and get the good ending or get... Uh, you know, mess up and do the bad ending. Hmm. Some have three endings and one had five I saw. Um, wow. So yeah, it's it's cool because it does give you the variety and there's other elements working towards you. There's a combat system um, and you'll fight a bunch of various creatures and they can give you bad status effects or you might not be well prepared and you can die. Mm. Um, I didn't have too much trouble throughout my playthrough, but the game itself is very, uh, very intriguing all the way through. Cool. And the art, that's the number one reason to go. Oh, is it's, the whole thing. It's, uh, so it's Junji Ito, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, and the art is very heavily inspired by him. And yeah. it is grotesque and nasty and <laughs> scary. It's very creepy to go Talking through. a lot about grotesque nastiness. In this yeah, episode. that's just what I'm in the mood for. Yeah. Um, I actually found a game the other day called The Sinking City. And I oh, like, I was reading about that. It's another Cthulhu-like yeah. adventure. I know. I don't um, know what the deal is with So that. I might be playing that soon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the mood for Cthulhu. Maybe. Or Thulu. Is that Cthulhu. what it is? I think you hit the K real hard. Cthulhu. That's Cthulhu. how I always say Cthulhu. it. Cthulhu. 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 But World of Horror. Werewolf of Viking. <laughs> Werewolf. Werewolf Viking. Werewolf of Viking. <laughs> We're all for Viking Cthulhu. But this game was really, really good. Um, I was sad about how short it was. Like, I, I hit, I beat it. Um, so I beat each of those scenarios, basically. Um, and uh, I will replay it a couple more times just to get different endings mm. and see if there's more to it than what I just saw. Um, but it's still a work in progress. They're adding new modes. They're adding different things. Um, but you can play the full game. There's achievements. There's all that stuff with that's it. Sick. Um, so, yeah, I really liked what was there. But it, it it's quick. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing. Just be aware it's like... It's over too fast because you're having so much fun. Yeah, well, that's that's good. I'm just glad to hear that after all this time, it's it's good. Yeah, it, dude. Since the day I saw it, I was like, when can I play this game? Right. And it turns out never. And I don't we did. Have a we tried it, and it. it was it was pretty confusing. It was. Yeah. We didn't understand, and it did. I would say the learning curve's a little tough. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it goes from complicated to simple like that. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but yeah, totally, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> totally worth a play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. World of horror. World of horror. Dude, I, I want to go play video games now. Let's go play video games. Okay. Okay. Um, Hey. Hey. This has been episode number 151. Of the Keep Up Podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Find us on YouTube. Search the Keep Up. Look for the Colorful Running Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leave it. Oh, we got some new. Um, we got some new uh, uh, reviews. We did on iTunes. Yes, which is dope. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Um, keep leaving those. Yeah. We have five stars across the board. That's pretty good. It makes me feel all nice. We got to stay consistent. Got to stay consistent. Um, you can also find us at trainwreck.com slash the keep up. That's trainwreck uh, is, is uh, T-R-E-I-G and wreck. And wreck. Uh, and if you feel so inclined, I'll be streaming a lot of the things <gasps> that I talk about on here. Yes. On Twitch at Collection Revolution. Twitch.tv slash Collection Revolution. And you may see me play. I want to play something scary next week. I think I'm going to play Made of Scare. Oh, are you? I think so. Sitting on that one. I'm yeah. not sure. I Because I, I was going to just play Alice and then immediately Madness Returns, but yeah. now I'm like, do I switch up the flavor? Do you do, you do something new? New, new it, taste? It wasn't super long, though. What, uh, Alice? Yeah, so I could I could go for some more, especially mm-hmm. if it's upgraded. I'm really glad I played the first one first. Yeah, because it it's only better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's only better. All right, I guess that's that. Tim's gonna do what's called uh, end babble, y'all. And your theme this week, sir, yes, is GameCube recliner. <laughs> Pure comfort in an age where cubes rule. You game, but you recline, and the GameCube says nine. But you continue to plunder. The chair you see has some crumbs in the corner, and you reach deep, and you pull out, and you have chips. Not just any chips, though. Chips of the gods. They taste salty, but sweet. Bitter. But whatever the opposite is. And as you gaze upon the golden cube of chipdom, the recliner sucks you in and you yourself have become the recliner for the next fool to get seduced by the golden chip. So I'll leave you with this. Clean your GameCube. Because if they're full of crumbs, no one's having fun. Thanks for listening into this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like.